This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One of the big questions is, what is money? For practical purposes, it exists in a series of heterogeneous databases, very different databases. Do you believe in crypto? Digital currency may be an answer. But it is the highly speculative asset. Uh, I do own Bitcoin. There is no second best. Welcome to the Crypto Curious Podcast, proudly brought to you by the Bamboo app. Crypto Curious is your go-to source for all things cryptocurrency. Whether you're a seasoned pro or new to the world of crypto, we've got you covered. Each week, we'll break down the top news stories of the past seven days, giving you the information you need to stay on top of the latest trends and developments. Plus, we'll share quick bites of news and insights that you won't want to miss. If you're new to crypto, we recommend starting with our early episodes where we break down the basics and give you the solid foundation to understand the crypto world. Join us as we explore the ever-evolving world of cryptocurrency and educate ourselves along the way. On this week's episode, we discuss the final stages of the FTX exchange reboot. We look at the huge increase in token staking of late and finish off with Sam Bankman-Fried and him taking the stand, which is the final part of the trial happening in New York City. My name's Tracy, and this week it's Blake and I as Craig has laryngitis. Uh, get well soon, buddy. Yeah, not too good, Craig, Blake. Yeah. Hey, Trace. Great to be back. Uh, some interesting stories and a brand new segment that, oh, we will, yes. um, that we'll talk about uh, a little bit into this week's episode, one that I'm super excited about. It is about. pretty funny. You have to hang around for that one, folks. Too bad Craig's not here because he would love this one. Yeah. All right. Up his alley. <laughs> it is. Let's get started. Quick chat about the market. October finishing today. Still sitting around the 35,000 mark where we were yeah. this time last week. That's right, Trace. We cracked 50,000 Australian dollars per Bitcoin. So, you know, I think we can say that the, the bear market might be over. I have been a bit of a bear and I'm feeling bullish. So, yeah. So, is it up only from here, mate? I don't know. November's notoriously a bad month. So, we'll see. I'm feeling good. But yeah, it, it's it's pointing in the right direction. I think it all comes off the back of, you know, the speculation about the Bitcoin ETF. Mm. There's been more registrations for the tickers on the clearing system for the NASDAQ, which is where the Bitcoin ETFs will be listed mm -hmm. for trading, mm -hmm. um, which suggests that you know, the players that will be managing these ETFs are already preparing all of the, the groundwork um, for their product to be listed and traded. So there's nine all up yes. potential and we will know by the 10th of January. So that's right. getting closer and closer. Mm, that's it. Let's move on to our first story, Blake. A FTX exchange is getting closer to its restart. 
the FTX are reportedly evaluating three proposals for its relaunch with the final decision expected mid-December. The move, which follows discussions around a potential restart of the exchange, could be crucial for refunding those customers who lost money during its shutdown. Although the bidder's names remain uh, undisclosed, potential options look to include a total sale of the exchange, a partnership or an independent relaunch by FTX, although the latter, I'm told, is probably not going to happen. Right. So it's interesting to see the timing of this as well. Obviously, we know the trial is going on. Um, what do you think? This is obviously good news for the customers. Yeah. You know, there's we spoke about this with Jax when mm. we had him on as a guest. It's a great opportunity um, to restart um, you know, a great business or, you know, at least the platform and the user experience and the product was great. Uh, and yeah, hopefully all the creditors get paid back in full. And then, you know, people were happy with the products. There were millions of users on there. So Still wanting to. Yeah, they might be able to restart the business. Because obviously the funds get given back onto the exchange. So then people right. decide to keep them on there, take them off. Correct, yeah. And interesting to see who those bidders are, those yeah. last three. Well, I think we had some leaks early on that they were large financial institutions, like mm. trading trading houses and, and banks. And We'll see what deal comes of that one. Next up, according to new research, more tokens are being staked than ever. According to State, their latest report told us staking rates for the top 35 proof-of-stake currencies hit a record high of 52.4% in quarter three, marking an increase from the previous quarter of 49.3%. The report also found the networks with the highest staking rates were Aptos, Sue, Mina Solana and Cosmos. However, these higher staking rates led to a decrease in staking yields with an average yield dropping to 10.2%. But do you want to explain a little bit more about this to the listener and why that uh, drop in yield occurs? Yeah, of course. So, you know, these layer one blockchains and sometimes layer two chains, uh, they incentivize their token holders to stake um, their tokens uh, to validate uh, transactions on the network. Uh, so it's kind of like a clearinghouse. They're lending their computing power mm. and they're staking a financial in incentive um, to say that, hey, we're trustworthy. Uh, we should be allowed to verify um, your transactions on the network. Uh, and this contributes to the security and the robustness as well as the availability of the blockchain. Um, so as a result, the fees that you pay with your transactions on the blockchain go um, towards that yield. Towards that yield, but there is a yield curve, and what I mean by that is that you know, the more people that stake, the safer the network becomes, and that means proportionally everyone will get a smaller percentage of the total fees that are being generated by the network. Right when the there are less people staking. Uh, there's a larger incentive for more people to stake because people are getting proportionally more rewards on the network, right? So um, some blockchains have your higher rewards, um, others have less. I think Ethereum. Yeah, what's uh, the Ethereum are, you're then? Yeah, getting about four and a half percent per annum. Mm -hmm. Um, probably not too dissimilar to what you would get in a in a bank account, uh, and then you're contributing. It's kind of like a term deposit. You're contributing to you know the success of the network. What's interesting though is that Ethereum is on the lower end of total token staked proportional to the tokens on issue, with only about twenty two percent of 
or tokens on the Ethereum network being staked and validating transactions. Uh, so this is a slow process, but I think that overall we can expect that these numbers increase over time as the tooling and the infrastructure for easy staking um, becomes available um, because there are risks associated with it. If you mess it up, you could lose your coins. Mm. Yeah, that is a little bit risky. Well, it's still a bit of return in the bank, obviously. Yeah, that's right. If you're putting in a term deposit, it's quite similar. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Well, we can put a link to that report in the show notes if everyone wants that's to That's a good that idea. Group. Let's do that. We'll pop that in there for anyone that wants to delve a little further into staking. Moving on for an update on the SBF trial. In an unusual move, Sam Bankman-Fried was questioned without the jury present. We weren't sure whether he was actually going to stand and be questioned himself, but he was. While answering questions from both the defence and the prosecution, um, he they asked the jury to leave. This was last Friday that this happened, and apparently the judge wanted to have a conversation with just him on his own. So this happened last Friday break, but then he was on the stand again yesterday, correct? Correct, yes. Then yesterday he took the stand to be questioned again and by both his lawyer and by the prosecution. SBF had um, largely offered vague responses to date, um, often stating that he does not recall conversations or statements that he made in the past. In fact, he said, I don't recall more than 100 times in court on Monday, many times um, with regard to aspects of allegations directly involved in the theft of about $10 billion from FTX, FTX users. So that's basically all he's saying at the moment he does not recall that's his line i think it was left there yesterday and he's got he's got one more day on the stand today or, or tomorrow our time so we'll see how that's going but he's sticking with his story that he basically does not remember a lot and he's denying any wrongdoing um and apparently the judge was none too happy with his time on the stand either i don't think he she's a, a, a big fan so we will see how that goes, and but that is the end of the questioning now, and I think they um, deliberate for the next two or three weeks, and then we'll we'll get some kind of result. Moving on, folks, it's time to unveil our newest segment. It is Dobbin Degen. We want you to spill the crypto beans on one of your friends who is a real degenerate, whether they're riding pumps to the moon with speculative tokens or maybe selling their car to buy an NFT or meme coins. Maybe they've believed in the most obscure, unbelievable project that's really to their detriment and they can't see reality. We've all got one of those mates some, some more than yeah. some more than others, maybe. So drop us an email and dob in a mate for a chance to share their epic crypto adventures with the public. You can do this anonymously via an email or leave us a voice message. We'll put the details in the show notes below and we'll read out the funniest stories that we receive. That's right, Trace. We've made all the mistakes in the book and we've seen <laughs> our friends and family make all the mistakes as well. We have. Uh, you know, from punting on shit coins, leverage trading, speculative yield farming, and buying stupid looking JPEGs, hoping that somebody in the future will buy them for a higher price. Um, we've learned from our mistakes though, Tracy, uh, and that's Some why we, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we offer a product like Bamboo, because the DCA strategy is a tried and tested strategy for investing, um, particularly 
into a volatile asset class uh, and our customers um, are yielding great results from that strategy even through the bear market. So dob in a DGen um, <laughs> so we can learn from their mistakes and have a laugh along the way. Absolutely. So this week we are dobbing in a mate of ours, aren't we, Blake? <laughs> That's and right. We don't want to name and shame him completely. So let's call him Rod Sturges. <laughs> Blake, what does Rod been up to? <laughs> Rod's certainly a character and uh, I think he typifies this uh, mm. segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've got a couple stories. Mm-hmm. Um, There's probably many you could have <laughs> chosen from. That Rod has. Well, first of all, he is a big fan of the Project Star Atlas. I don't know if anyone else has heard about this, but it's a metaverse game, a futuristic metaverse game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, uh, you know, their vision is to create a world um, where you can fly around the galaxy yep. in a rocket ship. It was huge two years ago, wasn't it? They like raised a massive yep. amount of money. Yep. Yep. Uh, it looks like it is going to be inc- an incredible game. Star Wars. Yeah, yep. it's kind of like Star yep. Wars. It looks fantastic and uh, it's a play-to-earn game, so you can generate yields from different activities uh, there. And, you know, Rod Sturges has been banging on about this since the early days. He's not the type of guy to read a white paper or even the, the T's and C's on a website, but he will be the type of guy that would buy <laughs> that would buy rocket ships, <laughs> that he would buy guns. Posters, and tools, I believe. Everything, posters, mm. everything for this future game that may or may not ever come out. Mm. Uh, but not only that, Tracy. This is the this is the type of degenerate that will be down at his kid's school uh, at the park, Please. trying to pawn rocket ships oh, off no. to the other parents at the park and oh. painting a picture about the brave new world. Oh that we're my god! I'm enter. just imagining the other parents that Homer Simpson backing away into the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> what is this guy on about? Oh yeah, god. I think I think some of the these rocket ships were in the tens of thousands of. Dollars. At the time. At the time, and Probably yeah. not now. Definitely probably not now. No. Um, Maybe again later. Who knows? You know, it really takes believers to create a community, I think, Tracy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, there you and go. They've definitely mm-hmm. uh, got a member of the community <laughs> <laughs> in their midst. <laughs> but that's not only story we have about Mr. Rod Sturges. Mm. Well, have you ever heard of the project called Pharma Trust? No. <laughs> Tell me more. Well... I, I know someone that knows a lot about the project, and I might be able to summarise. So tell me about PharmaTrust. Well, PharmaTrust is a pharmaceutical and AI solution for supply chains. Right. Uh, I looked at their website. I tried to understand what they did, but mm-hmm. I think uh, you know Rod was the only one that truly <laughs> knew what was going on over at PharmaTrust. Did he, though? Well, they raised capital. They had an award-winning CEO. Uh, and an incredible vision, right? Mm-hmm. And if they succeeded, it was going to be one of the biggest pharmaceutical companies in the world, right? It's a big, it's a big talk. That's right. And there, a big game. Yeah. There was an opportunity after their initial coin offering where the token tanked in the last bear market, right. and uh, Rod uh, <laughs> he took the opportunity to buy as many tokens through the bear market as he could. And I believe he came the largest token holder <laughs> outside of outside of the team. 
He spent months and months and months shilling this project oh. and buying the bottom. And I think from this activity, we ended up nicknaming him the Groper. <laughs> As we all know, Gropers are bottom feeders. And to nobody's oh, surprise, to Rod. nobody's surprise except Rod, mm. the project went absolutely nowhere. Oh, and now he's left holding the bags. That's right, holding the bags. But there is always hope, Tracy. There is. You've got, you've got to have hope and I'm sure Rod's got plenty of it. Well, Rob has plenty of conviction, mm, mm. <laughs> plenty of tokens yep. and I think that's about it. Plenty of hot air it would seem too. <laughs> Look, there's probably a lot more stories that we could go on here but you get the picture, ladies and gentlemen. You understand a little bit more about what we're talking about with these DGENs. But do you have a crypto DGEN story that's too wild to keep to yourself? Then please dob them in and let us in on the action too. Shoot us an email, podcast at getbamboo.io, and we'll put some details around a phone number in the show notes too. You might want to leave us a little audio that we could play on the show. But your DGEN friend might just become the star of our next episode. So please do enlighten us. I think we'll leave it there and take a break and when we come back our short sharp news bites many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back. You're listening to the Crypto Curious Podcast and time for our short, sharp news bites. There's actually loads this week. So let's jump in, Blake. I'll start with a little bit of good news. NFTs have seen a steady increase in volume recently. This last week, there were five days with 10 million plus in NFT sales volume, which hasn't happened in a while. This is the first time actually in two months. And the main theory is that, what is it, high tides rise all ships. Uh, the overall crypto market is hot right now and people could be rolling some profits into NFTs and getting a few what they see bargains at the moment. So we'll see if this continues. Mm, that's right. Next story is looking at the SEC and the SEC Commissioner Hester Pierce has expressed disagreement with the SEC's recent case against crypto company LBRY arguing that its enforcement-driven approach to crypto industry is fundamentally flawed. She questions whether the closure of LBRY, an operational company with real-world blockchain applications, actually benefits investors to the market. For context, Pierce has consistently advocated for a spot Bitcoin 
ETF and leniency towards crypto, emphasizing the need for clear regulation and enforcement. So it's great to see. I think we've covered this off before that we have we're going to have different camps within mm. the SEC. It's good to see. You know, I think Brian Armstrong always talks about how great the staff there are to work with, mm. but you know, from a strategic level or a management level, uh, there's there is inconsistency, and we're seeing that here through this story. Yeah, interesting. All right, next up, SushiSwap V2 not wanting to be left behind after Uniswap's recent developments. They've introduced several new features designed to streamline and strengthen its cross-chain swapping function. Among the update, the platform added the base network and circle back USDC integration, creating a total of seven chain agnostic token swapping networks. Future developments will include further blockchain integration and improve cross-chain transactions with Chainlink network so there you go sushi swap all right next up is blockfire the infamous bankrupt crypto lending firm announced that it finalized its bankruptcy plans by recognizing its balance sheet for creditor repayment it disclosed that it has 1.2 billion in assets uh, linked to ftx and alameda and a recovery plan includes asset recovery from the bankrupt firms and customer asset reconciliations. Customers are expected to get the initial distributions in early 2024. Were there any indications about the percentage of uh, assets that customers would get back? back. There was talk of 70% earlier in the year, but I couldn't find it in this particular incident. We'll keep you updated, Mm, ladies and gents. Yep. All right, moving on. Grayscale Investments is partnering with the London Stock Exchange, FTSE Russell, to launch the Crypto Sectors Index Series with a product offering indexes made up of digital assets categorised by use. The index will not let a single cryptocurrency hold a disproportionate impact on the group, meaning investors can diversify exposure. This announcement comes amidst a lawsuit filed at DGC, Grayscale's parent company, by the New York Attorney General over alleged public deception in a joint product. Mm, Mm. Okay. Okay. It makes a lot of sense, you know, if Grayscale um, is able to get any, a Bitcoin ETF up. There's no reason in the future they'll be able to develop more sophisticated ETFs that hold baskets of assets with you know some smart logic around how those um, how those funds are managed. So yeah, I think this is a step in that direction. To be honest, yeah. And to continue on with Grayscale, um, they're setting up a standard for the crypto asset class. Uh, in the sense of a, a framework to help investors understand and monitor the evolution of the growth uh, in the crypto ecosystem. And the framework classifies the crypto landscape into five sectors, uh, as well as provides uh, research and information about uh, each of these categories. So yeah, maybe we'll take a look at this trace in more detail once it comes out, um, and we'll share it in our Facebook group. Yes, let's do that. And lastly, uh, Exchange MEXC has looked a little bit dicey this week. There are a number of reports accusing MEXC Exchange um, of playing around with user funds. And there was a lot of concern on Reddit. There were three or four different articles that went um, live as well about transparency or lack thereof. Uh, There's a couple of different groups on Twitter that went live. And the most concerning part of this was that the officials were yet to respond. Um, No one really wants another uh, FTX-style schmozzle. So just a reminder there, they are a smaller-style exchange. They do offer higher leverage to uh, most parts of the world. So 
please do uh, your own research on any exchanges that you are using and make sure to be safe with your funds. All right, that's the end of the show, folks. Uh, We'll leave that one there. If you are looking to DCA into the crypto market, please have a look at the Bamboo app. Use the code CURIOUS for $10 of free Bitcoin to get you started. Have a look out on social media on the Crypto Curious Instagram page and the Facebook community group. Hit the subscribe button where you're listening to us right now and please tell your mates about the podcast. We'll uh, we'll join you back here next week and hopefully Craig will be back with uh, his voice. I'm sure Craig will have his own Dobbin the Degen oh stories gosh. to cover off on he as well. He will definitely have a Dobbin <laughs> the Degen. Get thinking, folks, about who your possible Degen mates are. Everyone has one. That's it. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye for now. You have been listening to an Equitymates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697.